Hey guys, welcome back to another episode with me, your host, Izzy. Um, I have a lot of things to talk about, actually. Let's see if I can get through them all. So I'm going to start off by ranting a little bit. And I know that's not anything new on these episodes since I usually rant about something. But this is something that happened to me personally. And I haven't been able to not think about it since that day. I hope I didn't use a double negative there, but it's it's been on my mind since that day. And I was scrolling through the app next door. If you don't know what that app is, it's basically like um, a sort of Facebook or not Facebook, like Twitter, but it's in your location. So if you are in a specific neighborhood, it'll just show lots of posts uh, around um, what your neighbors are posting. You get what I mean? If you download the app, you'll you'll see. And I highly recommend you do download that app because there's a lot of things that you miss or you know what's going on in your neighborhood. You know, like people post a lot of things. And there happened to be a post about a local McDonald's that I went to about a month ago and I had a, an awful experience at. And I thought I was the only one. I was so frustrated that day that I was planning on making this whole rant on Google reviews, just completely blasting this McDonald's because what they did to me that day, I was in I was in near tears because it was so frustrating to be treated that way. Uh, but I ended up not posting anything on the McDonald's review thing, but I happen to open this app because I, I don't open it daily. I do once in a while just to catch up on what's going on in my neighborhood. If there's any prowlers, like stuff like that. People post their uh, ring doorbell camera footage. So they catch a lot of crazy stuff that's going around. I happen to see a post about the same McDonald's. Like he posted the same address and he started talking about how they completely mistreated him and his daughter how they went there and they like no one was serving them and there was somebody behind the counter but they were like you have to use the machine to order something and I know that's like super popular now like now you have to go up to like those big screens and order it that way but if there's someone behind the counter which mind you when I went that day to the McDonald's they still took my order that way like I was I was standing in line like regularly and they took my order that way. So but with him, they were like, yeah, we're behind the counter and behind the cashier. But you have to order it from those little uh, screens or not little. They're huge. You have to order it from that screen. And he was like, but can't you take my order here? You're in front. Of, you're in front of the cashier. Like, can you do that? And they were like, like, they just straight up started ignoring him is what he said in his post. And he spoke to like two or three workers there because he just wanted to order fries. It's literally all he wanted. And they were like, no, you have to order through that thing. And he was like, can I speak to the manager? Because they were treating him rudely at that point. And he in his post, he says that he was being as sweet as possible. Like his tone was super polite. I believe him, by the way, because I did the same thing when I was there. And they still treated me like garbage. So that didn't help at all. So at the end, he was there for like a really long time and he ended up leaving. 
because uh, nobody was taking his order. And by the time he wanted to do the order on the screen, there was like a lot. He was just like, I'm done with this. So he left with his daughter and it was such a disappointing experience. So he posted it on Nextdoor and there was a lot of comments just saying that, you know, that's really awful and that everything is becoming automated and soon the employees will lose their jobs because we're just ordering stuff on these screens and we're doing more self-checkouts and all of that. Um, And I even saw someone that was like, let me find the post. I have this right here. Okay, I found the post. It says, you get what you paid for. If they were paid a living wage, the service would be a lot better. Mm. McDonald's made $5 billion in profits. Profits. When the guy taking your order can afford a one-room apartment on his pay, then we can complain about the service. This got two likes. Listen, I understand that they're getting paid not a lot of money. I get that because I worked a job where I felt like I was being underpaid and I know for sure I was earning way more than these McDonald's workers. But why would you go out of your way to treat customers in such a poor manner? If you should treat anyone badly, it should be the corporation, like organize a protest or complain to the manager Listen, I don't expect workers to put on a smile, to dance for me, to kiss me on the forehead and give me my order on a velvet pillow. I'm not expecting that kind of service. I literally am just there to get my food and leave. I just want to pick up the food, give you money and leave. I feel like that's the bare minimum transaction that I'm expecting. And I feel like most people are expecting that kind of transaction, right? You can give it to me with a frown. You can even give me a middle finger as you give me my food. I don't care. I just want that transaction to happen. I get to the place. I order my food. I pick up my food and I pay and I leave. I think I have that order around. I pay, then I pick up my food and then I leave. I I don't want to deal with anything else. I don't want to be there an excessive amount of time when there's workers there. I... I am so patient. I promise you because I worked in customer service. I am so patient. I am patient to the to the point where people walk over me. And I'm sick and tired of that too, by the way. I, I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't want people to step on me anymore, use me as a doormat because I, I'm so polite and so nice and so understanding, right? I do the most that I can to put myself in their shoes. And I'm like, what if I was working here? What if, you know, there's not enough staff uh, helping out in the kitchens, all of that. I understand that. I, I totally understand that. However, don't go out of your way to treat your customers like garbage. And I know it's like your customers, McDonald's customers. You're, I, you're getting paid crappy money, but don't treat the customers crappy, dude. You don't have to serve with a smile. Just do the bare minimum. So I'm going to go. I, I posted my complaint under his post because I was everyone kind of like they were like yeah we had bad experiences with that McDonald's whatever it was that kind of responses so I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna post what my experience was and I'm gonna read it off of this post because I feel like I did a good job at explaining what happened that day so I wrote this place is awful never go to this McDonald's 
It's the closest to me, but I'd rather drive an extra 10 to 15 minutes than go to this one again. I was there about a month ago and I nearly cried. I went through the drive-thru, they have two lanes, and they took everyone else's order before mine. Six to seven cars had shown up by the time I was waiting. I had been waiting for 45 minutes. It was completely empty and I was the first one there. I kept asking politely, mind you, when they were going to take my order. At some point, they stopped answering me. I even backed up and went through the other lane because I thought maybe the speaker wasn't working, but they started serving the other lane I was at instead. I am so patient and polite with customer service workers since I used to work as one. Once I got my order, they had forgotten to give me an Egg McMuffin I ordered. So then I called to let them know. At this point, I was running late and I couldn't go back to pick it up again. And the person left me on hold for 10 minutes after, picked up the phone and giggling, they told me that, or she told me that she forgot about me. I should have written to corporate. Maybe it's not too late. And I put a little thinking emoji there. So that was my experience at the McDonald's. It was awful, you guys, like so bad. I was so, listen, I wasn't even like, hello, you know, I wasn't like that. I was like, hey, are you, can you guys still hear me? I'd like to order now. Or like, how long do I have to wait? I was trying to be as polite as possible. And if any of you listening have worked through a drive-thru or those fast food places, they usually have cameras to show the drive, like how many cars are in the drive-thru. They have cameras. I know they can see you. So why is it when I backed up from that lane into the other one, they stopped responding to me through the, the first lane when I just got out of the second lane and they started taking the orders from the other cars that came through the second lane. I hope that makes sense. Why was that happening? I feel like that you have to go out of your way to actively not take my order and take the orders of everyone else. Like, I don't know. I, I felt so awful that day it I was so hungry because I went there for breakfast and as you guys know I forgot my egg McMuffin my order was so simple too it was like an oatmeal and an egg McMuffin so it wasn't like it was a complicated order for them to make or I would understand if maybe I ordered like 10 items and they were taking their time or they were like oh my god like who comes in at 8 a.m to order like 10 items or I think I went there at like 9 30 or something it was it was late enough for me to ask if they were still serving egg McMuffins. So maybe it was like around 10 o'clock, 10.30, something like that. Well, so I went there at 10 and then I was like, hopefully you still have egg McMuffins because sometimes they run out before, but that place was barren. So they still had egg McMuffins. And I was waiting there for so long that it was like 10.45. And by the time they took my order, I had to actively ask. I was like, do you guys still have egg McMuffins? Because after a certain time, they just don't sell it to you anymore. I think it's after 10.30. That's how long I was waiting there. I was waiting there till uh, 10.45 or something like that. I was, it was like 45 minutes. Nearly an hour of wait there for a place where it was empty enough for me to back out of one drive-thru lane and go through another. It was, and it was one of those like curved drive-thru lanes too. So, you know, I had extra room because there was no one there to, to back up and go to the other lane. And they still refused to take my order. And I didn't insult them. I didn't say anything. I was being polite as possible. So that's my rant. And I never want to go to the McDonald's again. 
I could say his name, I guess, because it's a super common name. John, the guy that did the next door app, or the next door post, he had received a response from another uh, neighbor that posted a link to complain and contact McDonald's, which is really good. So, I mean, he was like uh, terrible and shameful. There's a website that someone posted for McDonald's customer service. Sorry, I'm reading from the post on this thread line. I just went on it today and got a response that, and got a response. They received it and we'll be in contact. We don't have to take this bad service. I believe in speaking up, even if I'm not always successful, it makes me feel better. I, I like that he, he responded to me and I like that. I got to find that link and I'm definitely going to make a complaint. Yeah, but that's my McDonald's rant. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had any bad experiences with any fast food places, but that was the only truly bad experience. The other experiences haven't been that bad. It's it's what you know, it's what's expected if you go there during the lunch rush hour. Obviously, you're going to wait like a really long time. I don't mind that. That's not really bad experiences for me. But I think when somebody goes out of your way to treat you badly, that's definitely a bad experience. And I hope I never have to go through any of anything like that again, because it's just really awful. So moving on from the McDonald's rant, I want to jump over to some crazy news that I saw on Twitter. And I didn't think that it was real because this account usually posts like kind of meme type posts. You know, they'll post something like, oh, we're suing Donald Trump for a million dollars because he promised us a taquito from Taco Bell. I don't even know if Taco Bell <laughs> serves taquitos, but you get what I mean. It's like that type of post. So the post was by Super Mega and they, they were saying like um, they didn't want to talk about the embezzlement lawsuit case that they had going on against their employee, Jackson. And I was like, ahaha, that's funny embezzlement for like 61k I was like oh that's classic super mega I scrolled past it I don't really like those posts um not because I don't like them like them I just you know they're like whatever it's like uh those laughs where you like uh, exhale wind from your nose like that type of thing uh they never really get a huge belly laugh out of me but I'm like oh classic super mega I saw the post I I'm telling you guys I saw the post like three times on my twitter feed and I was like, oh, my God, this thing keeps, like, following me around. I, I get it. It's funny. And then I realized that it was real. I was like, oh, my God. I got a Discord message from Alexis saying, oh, my God, like, holy shit. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what do you mean? This is a joke post. So I clicked on it because I was like, if Alexis is freaking out about it, I have to check out what what's going on. So I clicked on the post and I saw the comments and people were like, yeah, this is this is real, guys. This isn't fake. So I went on Reddit and I put on my little detective hat because I wanted to be up to date on what was going on. And it was crazy. Like, oh, sorry, I guess I should mention who Super Mega is. I, I just assumed that you guys would know who Super Mega is. So Super Mega is this duo that does kind of Let's Plays, podcasts, skits. That of the such. And I think one of or both of them used to work for Game Grumps doing editing until they branched off to do their own thing. But before that, uh, one of the members, Ryan, used to be part of Syndigo, another duo type thing. 
and then the other guy Matt was added to Syndicate. You guys can look up what happened with that, but really sad story. So they turned into super mega after that. With them being super mega, they're now suing one of their pre ex work previous. How do you, what do you say like previous employees? What's the word? Ex employees? I don't know. Uh, the guy that used to work for them named Jackson. Honestly, I didn't really like him. I, I know, like, hindsight, everyone's like, oh, I never liked the dude. I, I'm being honest. Like, I didn't really care for the guy. I was there only for Matt and Ryan. And anybody else that kind of goes in their videos or skits or whatever, I'm, like, kind of not really into. Unless it's, like, uh, the guys from Cold Ones, which I find hilarious. But I'm backtracking. Jackson is a guy that used to do or used to help with drunk drawing. So what they so what he would do is like make drinks for them and they would drink it, get drunk and start drawing and it would be it would be really funny. I stopped watching it uh quite a while ago cuz I don't know. I I just watching drunk guys draw. It it has its charm to it at the beginning, but then it gets tiring for me at least, so I stopped watching. Anyways, that's the guy that, <laughs> that's getting sued. So what happened was that they had a card, like a company card, an Amex card that linked directly, directly, excuse me, directly to their Patreon. And it was only to be used for company expenses. So if they needed to buy something for a skit or for a video, anything like that, that's what the card was used for. So what this guy did, by the way, if you look at the statements on when he started buying stuff, it was almost immediate, like maybe a month after he received the card, he just started spending it. This guy got the Super Mega Amex card and started spending like everything, his daily stuff. So it wasn't like super obvious uh, purchases. You know, he wasn't buying like a freaking Rolls Royce or... Um, just really expensive, like a Rolex. Like he wasn't doing that stuff. He was basically living off of the Patreon money and ordering a lot of DoorDash. And it's bizarre. People are speculating because he's kind of, he's a skinny dude, but even if he was a bigger dude or I don't know, it's just weird that someone would order like a hundred plus dollars of DoorDash multiple times a day. Like, I don't understand where that food is going and they they were from restaurants and you could see in the parentheses like the restaurant name after the DoorDash title so it's not like he was ordering groceries which he was also doing on the card by the way he would order stuff from Target and 7-Eleven I think I don't know he would just order a bunch of stuff he was basically using the credit card as a as his own car you know his own personal spending thing so the statements are kind of crazy. <laughs> um, it goes from him buying like a Steely Dan sweat, Steely Dan sweatpants that cost like, I forgot how much, like, I don't know, um, to going to Universal, to going to the zoo to, to like meet koalas because it was his childhood dream. The reason these were like highlights on the actual lawsuit was because after going to these places, he would post pictures on his Instagram of him going to these places like going to the zoo going to Universal uh the Steely Dan sweatpants and a persona vinyl for like 
I, I think it was like $400 or $100. I don't know. Some crazy amount where he described it to his fiance as an investment. Really? A persona vinyl? Come on now. Then I think one month he spent like $7,000 because every month he would spend around maybe 1000 to 2000 And uh, one month he got like super greedy and he spent like 7000 which is when they started to notice that like huge chunks of money were missing. And this is another speculation on the Reddit was they were like, what kind of accountant do they have that they didn't notice this weird spending in the first place? Because he would also buy like crazy amount of booze, like a crazy amount. And everyone is just like, is he an alcoholic or was this for drunk drawing? But it was it's like too much booze and alcohol to justify the price or to justify the purchases that he made. So it's bizarre. He also paid PAL himself money and he PayPal'd some other dude named Julian money, not related to any gamer julian or anything like that just like some guy named julian so people there's like a whole range of speculation uh from people thinking that he was funding his friend's lifestyle or covering his friends in some way like giving them food groceries money or or people were also just speculating that all of those purchases was just for himself and that he didn't really care because anything that he would spend would be covered by the company credit card. And then so they in the lawsuit, it states that they confronted him about February the 4th. Like they texted him first, like giving him a chance to explain all of these purchases. And in the text, he said that he mistaken the card for his dad's credit card. What? Like daddy more bucks like oh my god how that's such a lame excuse even if it was a valid excuse how rich is your dad to not care that you spent seven thousand dollars in one month you're continually spending 2k a month and they jump from like 5k to 7k and he spent 61k in two years that is a lot of money i don't know if (laughs) if his dad is just like super rich or is he thought that that was a good excuse but that's not gonna hold up in court So after they texted him, they wanted to set up a meeting so they can talk about it in person because obviously you want to talk about this in person. And they said that after the meeting, they severed ties with him, which is really sad. Not sad because I wanted that guy to stay in Super Mega, but it's just sad because I think Jackson was a longtime friend of Matt's and it it must suck to to be betrayed by a friend like that and have such a poor excuse of mistaking your dad's credit card for that credit card. Really lame excuse. So now we're here with the embezzlement lawsuit and everyone just being like, whoa. And so they were asking people not to not to witch hunt because internet fans tend to do that. They tend to be nosy and dig into other people's business. And of course, uh, he's also engaged. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, one of the purchases were, was like Fortnite and like monthly billings for Apple or something. But I thought that for, spending money on Fortnite was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this is like some uh, he's in his late 20s, some man who's engaged to be married, spending money on Fortnite, booze and DoorDash kind of says his purchases says a lot about him people were also speculating like oh what's his fiance gonna think or how did his fiance not realize that he was spending a lot of money or not ask where the money was 
I don't think that they should be focusing on that. I think they should be focusing on this guy that literally got the company card and thought that he could spend the Patreon money where fans of Super Mega donate to. Not only is he ripping off his friends, he's ripping off the fans of Super Mega. So I think that's a really sad situation to be a part of. By the way, guys, I came back from the quinceañera party two days ago. I didn't just come back. I'm I'm just wanting to seg. I'm so bad at segways, but I, I went to the quinceañera like I was telling you guys in the previous episode. I don't know when I'm going to release these episodes. So at this point, it might be a month or two <laughs> since I've been there. Yeah, so it was pretty bad. The quinceañera was really good for her, really bad for me because we all know I'm the main character and um, everyone else is just living <laughs> in my world. So I tried to wear pumps to it. Uh, my feet hurt instantly and I couldn't walk in them. And I looked really dumb because I just looked like I couldn't walk in heels. So that was a mistake. But I wore this really pretty green pea dress. Like uh, it's like kind of like a mossy green. I don't know how to describe it anyways. It's like a muted green, but it was like silky. So it looked really, really pretty. It was Calvin Klein and I got it on clearance for a really good price. And I thought I looked really cute in my nude pumps. And I was so I was like, yeah, I'm looking so great that (laughs) I'm so glad I brought flats to it because that was uh, that was embarrassing. I'm sure people were probably laughing, at least in passing at me trying to walk in these pumps. And then I just ended up switching to flats and I looked really dumb. But at least I could walk. And so they had us go there at around five. And then it took like literally two hours for us to even get into the actual place because they had us wait wait in the lobby because she had to take pictures of herself and the family. Like obviously it's her day. And she had rented a white horse carriage. So she rode in it and then we all went outside and we were all like, woo, yeah. And we were taking photos of her. Well, I wasn't, but... (laughs) Her family was and her friends were and it was great and she had one of those cupcake dresses that were super ginormous and she had the tiara and her makeup all done. It it was a whole nine yards, but I was dying. There was no air in the lobby. There was nowhere air anywhere. They hadn't turned on the air conditioning of that place. It was so hot. Like everyone was just dying and I was the only one with a mask. By the way, are you guys still wearing masks? I feel like I am going to be wearing masks because I stand behind my values. And just because everyone else isn't wearing a mask, I'm not going to stop wearing a mask. Especially when it's like super crowded like that. And there's like a lot of people and there's no air and we're all breathing the same stale air, recycled stale air. Because they didn't even crack open any windows. It was just like super closed inside that lobby. And we were all super, super hot. But I was the only one wearing a mask and people were coming up to me and saying hi. And I was like, mask? I mean, I understand people wanted to look their best and a mask kind of ruins the the whole fancy look. But damn, no one was wearing a mask. I felt super unsafe. My mom was kind of hesitant on wearing a mask. I was like, I'm not taking this off. I did take it off eventually because when we went inside they served us dinner so obviously I have to eat something I was starving by the way super hungry after she was done taking pictures and uh, riding around in the horse carriage 
We went inside to see a whole presentation. She had all of her friends dressed in these like super long flowy dresses and they were doing dances and all of that. I'm not going to lie. I think five years ago, I probably would have been like, oh, cool. Still kind of in it because I was still super. I'm still super young. I was younger five years ago, obviously, like we all were. Um, I would have been way into it five years ago. I think at this point, I was really bored by it. No offense. I'm sure no one will listen to this, especially no one from her circle of friends, family, whatever. No one's going to listen. And if you are, hi, how are you? Thank you so much for the meal. Thank you so much for the chicken. It was delicious with that sauce and that yellow rice. Oh my God. And that bread. It was so good. Compliments to the chef. You should probably stop listening now, but I hope you enjoyed your card and you looked so pretty that day. Anyways, I'm sorry. I was like super, super bored. I checked out. I was like scrolling through Twitter. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I'm hungry. I want to eat and then I want to leave because it was taking too long. It was super cold in there. I would rather be super cold than super hot, by the way. I was like, this is 10 times better than what was going on in the lobby. And yeah, they just did the whole, oh, she's becoming a woman now. There, It's the step between childhood and adulthood. And I'm no, I, I know better now. I'm, that's not, that's not how that works. But it's, you know, it's a rite of, pa- I like, I like rite of, rite of, sorry, let me calm down. I like rite of passages, bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, quinceañeras, uh, sweet 16s, elegant 18s, if you want to do that turning 21. I love I love that stuff. We celebrate the milestones that we hit. But I was over it after the first presentation. It was just a lot of dancing, a lot of roses, a lot of awkward choreography. And it was really for the kids. I mean, it was for the teens and I'm not a teen anymore. Therefore, I found it kind of boring and I I just went with my mom. They didn't serve any alcohol, obviously. And the the food was delicious. The food was good. I didn't stick around for the cake because by the time the whole thing ended, it was like nine o'clock. The whole thing took about four hours. Not the actual event, but waiting outside in the lobby was two hours. Watching the pre-show was like an hour 30. Eating the food was like literally 30 minutes or something like that. And then they had a post-show where, again, more awkward choreography and now, now I understand why they had a coffee stand because people were like, <laughs> all the adults were lining up for the coffee and some of the teenagers because they feel like they're grown. However, I was already over it. So once once they were like, okay, that that's all we have for you guys today. Like if you guys want to stick around for the cake, I wanted to stick around for the cake. I always stick around for the cake. I need cake. I love cake. If you guys don't like cake, I mean, more for me. Because I love vanilla cake, marbled cake, vanilla and chocolate cake. I don't like pure chocolate cake, but I will eat it if it's good. Ice cream cake, cookie cake. I love cake. I feel like this was going to be like the wet, spongy one. And I was like, I'm already tired. And I I just want to go. I wanted to go home at that point. I was like, yeah, I'm walking to the car. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't end up getting cake, but I did get one of those little party favors that they put on the table. It was chocolate two pieces of chocolate and hand sanitizer, which was awesome. I, that's a perfect party gift. Hand sanitizer, really good. It's a shame about those pumps though. I was so stoked on getting or on wearing them. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna 
looks so adult in these pumps. And I <laughs> I just ended up switching for these flats that I've worn since I was a teenager. So that was the closest I ever got to <laughs> relating to this uh, gen to Gen Z. Yeah. Okay. So for transparency's sake, I just want to mention that I'm recording this episode probably about one and a half months to two months later. So just giving you guys a heads up. Um, I intended to record this part when I had more to talk about um, movies. So I'm going to do it now anyways. So now it's time for Izzy's Movie Recommendations. And today we are going to be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. But I'm going to be really brief since I don't want this episode to be too long. And I was I actually have quite a few movies to talk about, but I'm going to save that for the next episode. Uh, that being Buzz Lightyear and the Joker, the new Joker movie that's being teased. Um, the one with Joaquin Phoenix and maybe Lady Gaga, question mark, who knows? Todd Phillips. That was a director. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Um, but yeah, I'm going to save that for the next episode. But right now I want to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. And I saw it in theaters finally since I've been wanting to for, I don't know, probably the last three months or something or however long I said I wanted to watch it. And it was amazing. I It was the movie that everyone was hyping it up to be. And I'm really happy that I got to see it in theaters because I any other way that I would have consumed it would have lessened the impact that it had on me. Because I, I did tear up at a couple of scenes and um, I had to hold in tears, although it's been really hard to not cry at movies ever since I saw Marley and Me. It like triggered something in me, which just made me want to cry at everything that I see in movies, like any sad scene. But I digress. It was a very touching and moving and funny and exciting and action-packed. And unique story. I really love the story. And I back up what I said in the last episode in that I'm glad that these directors did not take the Marvel movie contract and made another Marvel movie. Because if they did do another Marvel movie, it just would have ruined it. I can totally see them kind of mangling this to fit the Doctor Strange multi-dimension storylines. But that's so dumb. Like, I haven't seen those movies, but I already am super uninterested because I don't know how many Doctor Strange movies are going to be coming out in like for the next five years, but I'm very uninterested and I don't care. I don't know. I'm I'm questioning you guys that really love Marvel movies at this point. Like I, once Infinity War ended the whole franchise, technically, after that, I just feel like Disney is really milking that universe, the Marvel universe for all it's worth. And I don't know why you guys are sticking around. And you guys keep consuming these Disney Plus um, shows and movies that are coming out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are, you guys really bought into that. Uh, no judgment, though. I, y you guys can watch whatever fun movie that's out there, but I'm not judging. Kind of judging. Half judging. But again, I, I don't, yeah. So uh, back to everything everywhere. It's a movie that I would recommend you guys watch in the theaters if you can by the time I post this. And if you can't, it, it's still such a good watch to watch on demand or, you know, wherever you consume these movies. Um, I really hope that you guys 
get it legally because it is a movie that you should back up with your money and ticket sales and just viewing in general. Just we want more of this so people that are watching movies like this can get more of these movies. And they're just it's just a plus for everyone. So I I would recommend you guys watch this. And what I'm seeing generally is that the kids, not kids, um, just like if you bring your parents along, your parents will kind of either be confused about it or they will like the action, but they won't really cry or resonate with the aspect part of your child growing up and becoming an adult. And the people that I've talked to, they've kind of resonated with that part, the part where it's about accepting that your child has become an adult and that's part of the story. I don't want to spoil any more of it. I think it's a really fun movie to go in blind and that's what you should do. And I guess that's it for my movie reviews. Like I said, I want to save Buzz Lightyear and what was the other movie again? Um, oh yeah, Joker 2, the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Because I have a lot to say about that, especially about the casting in Joker 2 and just my overall hatred for Buzz Lightyear and Disney movies in general, in general, excuse me, in general. And because I'm a hater, that's what I do. I hate on, um, well, I'm a hater in the sense of movies. I very much love to hate movies and I love to love movies. I'm very passionate about movies and the opposite of love is indifference and indifferent I am not. So thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast and sorry for any delays, but the next podcast will definitely be a more up-to-date podcast since I reached the end of my buffer. I had done four or had recorded four buffer episodes, so I wouldn't have to worry about recording an episode every single week, but I already blasted through them, so now I have to record and edit at the same time. So wish me luck on that, especially since I started a new job. Again, I am saving that for the next episode because I have a lot to talk about, a lot to say, lots of new news, exciting news, um, movies, all of that fun stuff. So um, stick around for my next episode. And once again, I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you all in, in the next episode. Bye.